Nephi told to get brass plates. Compare 1 Nephi, chapters 3 and 4. After the Lord told me these things, I returned to my father's tent, where he told me. In a dream the Lord commanded me to tell you and your brothers to go back to Jerusalem, where Laban, keeper of the holy records, has the writings of Moses and other prophets, and the genealogy of my forefathers engraved on brass plates. The Lord commanded me to tell you to go to Laban's house where he keeps the brass plates, to ask Laban for them, and to bring the records to me in this valley. When I told your brothers to do this they complained, saying what I was asking them to do was too hard. I told them it wasn't my commandment, but the Lord's. Now you must go, Nephi. You must lead your brothers and the Lord will favor you, because you have not complained. I answered my father, I will go and do what the Lord commands, for I know he doesn't give us commands without preparing a way for us to obey them. When my father heard this he was very glad, knowing I had been blessed by the Lord. Then I and my three older brothers got our tents and traveled back to Jerusalem. Upon arriving we talked about how we were going to get the brass plates from Laban. We cast lots to know who should go into Laban's house and talk with him. The lot fell upon Laman, so he went and talked with Laban in his house. When Laman asked Laban for the brass plates, which contained my father's genealogy, Laban became angry and threw Laman out of his house shouting, You're a robber and I'll kill you. But Laman escaped. He ran back and told us what had happened. Then we became very discouraged, and my brothers were about to return to my father in the wilderness, but I told them, As the Lord lives, and as we live, we will not go back to our father until we have accomplished the Lord's command. Let us be faithful like our father. He gave up all his wealth to obey the Lord. Our father knows this city will be destroyed because the people here are so very wicked. They have rejected the words of the prophets. If our father had also rejected the word of the Lord, which told him to leave, then our entire family would still be here and would soon die. This is why we had to leave. In his wisdom, the Lord told us to come back for the records so we could preserve the language of our forefathers and the words of the holy prophets, who have spoken by the Spirit and power of God since the world began until now. By saying these things I persuaded my brothers to be more faithful so we could accomplish our task. Then we went back to our home in Jerusalem to gather our gold, silver and treasures to take to Laban's house. This time we all went into Laban's house, and told him we would like to buy the brass plates with our gold, silver and treasures. When Laban saw our great wealth he was determined to have it. Being very cunning and greedy, Laban drove us out of his house and called his servants to kill us. In order to escape the servants, we had to drop our property and run into the wilderness, where we hid in a cave. After resting in the cave, Laman and Lemuel became very angry with me, and also with our father for telling us to get the plates in the first place. They started beating Sam and me with a stick. Then an angel of the Lord came and stood before them and asked, Why are you beating your younger brother? Don't you know the Lord has chosen him to be your ruler because of your sins? Now get back to Jerusalem and the Lord will deliver Laban into your hands. After saying this, the angel left, after which Laman and Lemuel asked, How can the Lord deliver Laban into our hands? Laban commands fifty servants who could kill fifty men, and there's only four of us. I replied to my brothers, Let's go back to Jerusalem and be faithful in obeying the Lord's commands. Since he is mightier than all the earth, surely he is mightier than Laban's fifty, or even his fifty thousand. So let's go and be strong like Moses, for when he spoke the Red Sea parted, 
and our forefathers walked out of captivity onto dry ground. Then Pharaoh's armies followed and were drowned in the Red Sea. You know this is true, and you know an angel just spoke to you, so how can you doubt? Let's go, for the Lord will deliver us, just as he delivered our forefathers. He'll destroy Laban just as he destroyed Pharaoh's armies. Hearing this, Laman and Lemuel were still angry and afraid, but even so, they followed me back to the walls of Jerusalem. By now it was dark. I told my brothers to wait for me and hide outside the walls. Then I crept into the city and carefully made my way back to Laban's house. I was being led by the Spirit, not knowing what I was going to do, but I went ahead anyway. As I came near Laban's house, I saw a drunken man stagger and fall. I crept closer and saw it was Laban. I drew his sword from its sheath. The handle was made of pure gold, the workmanship very fine, and the blade made from the finest steel. All at once the Spirit told me, Kill Laban. I replied in my heart, I have never killed anyone, and I do not want to kill this man. But the Spirit replied, The Lord has delivered him into your hands as he said he would. I knew Laban had not listened to the Lord's commandments. Me and my brothers had asked him for the records, and he had refused to give them up. Rather than yield to the Lord, Laban had become proud and greedy, and he had stolen our wealth after commanding his servants to kill us. Again the Spirit spoke, Kill him, for the Lord has delivered him into your hands. The Lord destroys the wicked to bring about his righteous purposes. It's better for one man to die than for a whole nation to falter and pass away in unbelief. When I heard this, I remembered the Lord telling me in the wilderness, If your descendants keep my commandments, they will be protected and allowed to prosper in the choice land I have prepared for them. I knew my descendants could not keep the Lord's commandments according to the law of Moses unless they had a record of the law, which was engraved on the brass plates. And finally, I knew the Lord had delivered Laban into my hands for one reason only, to help me obey his commandment to obtain the records and bring them to my father in the wilderness. Knowing all these things, I obeyed the Spirit's voice. I took Laban by the hair and swiftly cut off his head with his own sword. Then I put on Laban's clothes and armor, disguising myself as him. I went to Laban's treasury, where I met his servant who had the treasury keys. Imitating Laban's voice, I told the servant to follow me into the treasury. Because I was wearing Laban's clothes, and because it was dark, the servant thought I was Laban and followed me. The servant asked about the elders the Jewish leaders, knowing Laban, had been out meeting with them earlier that evening. I answered him in a way I thought Laban would have. I told the servant I'd be taking the brass plates to my elder brethren, who were just outside the city walls, and to follow me there. The servant thought I was talking about the elder brethren of the church, and he spoke of the Jewish elders many times as he followed me out of the city. When my brothers saw me coming they were very frightened and ran, thinking I was Laban that he had killed me, and was now coming to kill them. When I called to them in my own voice they knew it was me and stopped running. Then hearing my voice, Laban's servant became afraid, and was about to run back to the city. Being large for my age, and with strength given me by the Lord, I held on to the servant to keep him from escaping. I said to him, If you will listen to what the Lord told me, as he lives, you will live. I made an oath with him so he would not be afraid. The oath was that he would no longer be a servant if he would go with us into the wilderness. I said, The Lord has commanded us to get the plates, and we should be diligent in obeying his command. 
If you come with us into the wilderness, you'll be an equal among us. This servant, named Zoram, took courage at my words and made an oath to stay with us from that time forward. We wanted him to come with us so the Jews wouldn't learn of us, for they would have come after us and killed us. After Zoram made this oath we had no worries about his loyalty to us. Then we all returned to my father's tent in the wilderness with the brass plates.